you're dealing with even more bullshit. Because as soon as you leave the back of the house, you realize that the front of the house have even more assholes. Let's chop it up. So today I wanted to talk about right off the bat. Let's ask the question, do you have to be an asshole to be a chef? Just plain and simple. I asked that because when I first started in the business, climbing up the ladder, I actually thought that you kind of have to be asshole because, you know, there are some people in there that are just hard to deal with, to say the least. And with those individuals, you really need to whoop the ass or just be on top of them, like super authoritative person to deal with them. However, <laughs> now that I'm a parent with little kids, I am starting to believe that you don't have to be an asshole to get the people to work well with, with you. You don't you don't have to be a, like a certain grumpy chef, like the whole Gordon Ramsay thing. It's like if someone's yelling at me, I have too much dignity to be working for you. You shouldn't be cool with me allowing you to yell at me in the face. So, but the kitchen is a funny place, you know. I do not know who is listening to this, but if you've worked in the kitchen, you know that I would say like 90% of people are in there not by choice. I mean, this sounds like really jaded. Maybe I worked in like some shitty, shitty spots. <laughs> but nobody is like, oh yeah, I'm gonna grow up and be a chef and go to culinary school and be a chef. I mean, there are plenty of those people, excuse me. But those are far and few between and those people are like, I would have to say, have to be like pretty good at the art I don't know, speaking for myself. I never thought I'd be a chef. I never thought that I would become a chef. I just liked eating. I never even liked cooking. After I became a private chef. Like I used to tell people I hate, I fucking hate cooking. <laughs> like it's one of those things that I just do not like doing. Uh, but I am good at it. And I am able to earn a living with it. And naturally, kind of not having to study very hard and just kind of apply myself to do it. So I just, I fell into cooking. And so I had to find like a, I had to find a passion for it. I had to find a love for it. I cooked when I was a kid. I cooked at college. 
if you heard my backstory, yeah, I went to a small private college in Scotts Valley called Bethany. It's not there anymore. <laughs> and I have a degree in human resources from there. And I started working in the kitchen. I even became a professional chef, a catering chef, a corporate chef for a catering company. And then the private chef, and I didn't really like cooking. I was just kind of good at it. Going back to the asshole chef thing, right? That's where we started. I mean, so do you need to be an asshole chef? I say no. You know, it is tough. There are people that are tough to deal with. But if you're a chef, you got to understand that, like, nobody gives a fuck about the food as much as you do. And so if you don't give a fuck about the food, you can't expect anybody else to give a fuck. And if you really give a fuck about the food, I'll have to say that everybody else can only care as much as they can. Because they probably didn't sit there and think about the food like you did to plan it. You know, they probably got other shit going on in their life. I mean... I was just talking to Fred about people in the kitchen, you know, in the culinary business. Like us being corporate chef back in the day, we got paid relatively well and had a relatively good schedule. But talk about like a restaurant chef. I mean, you're not making a ton of money and you work shitty hours and you have to deal with people with shitty problems and you tend to let your shit spill into your personal life and so you're just full of shit everywhere <laughs> and you run a organized mess pretty much like an organized chaos in the kitchen so yeah maybe it's not that the chefs are assholes it's like the job turns the chef into an asshole to just deal with other assholes. And then you deal with the asshole customers and you deal with the asshole managers. I mean, there's just a lot, you know, I said, why Why is there so many assholes in the kitchen? <laughs> and then, like, that was the question that I asked myself next. It's like, why, why, is, why is there so many fucking assholes in the kitchen? And you know, like I said, nobody really chose to be in the kitchen. I definitely didn't chose to be in the kitchen. So that's why I think like 90% of you didn't choose to be in the kitchen. But once you're in the kitchen, a lot of people leave. Like a lot of people get through the kitchen to start in their career. Because let's face it, the kitchen takes anybody through the front door, through the back door. Either you're like a server or a busser or like a dishwasher or prep or line cook, or pre you know, like you work up and down the ranks. One way or another, you got into the food business and you got into it and you're like, fuck this. <laughs> I am not spending my valuable life to service these <laughs> asshole that's coming in, that's giving me their silly one, two dollars and think that they are the most amazing people uh, no thank you so many people got wise and leave the business and then there's people like me who got into the business thinking you know what i can move up 
on up in the business. Okay, well, so you go from wiping tables to washing dishes to prepping, and then you get into like, you know, supervisor, lead, and then you get into like assistant manager, manager, then you're out of the kitchen. But you know what? You're dealing with even more bullshit. Because as soon as you leave the back of the house, you realize that the front of the house have even more assholes. <laughs> you know, when I got my first general manager gig at the boiler house, oh yeah, I was hiring everybody. <laughs> I really didn't give a fuck. I just hired anybody that was willing to be there. Because I was willing to be there <laughs> to learn and make these things happen. And to me, as long as you're willing to be there, come on, let's let's roll, let's do this. And I hire a lot of inexperienced people. And you know what? I still do. And I guess I do jump into roles that I'm inexperienced. That might be a whole other part of how you have to get yourself into position that you're not ready for. Um, I don't know if you noticed, this is, uh, I'm in my garage. It's dark, it's nighttime. This is the only time I can record. <laughs> During the day, it's impossible. It's, I would love to, but I just, I have to deal with bread. I have to drop my kids off. I have to, you know, plan the day, run around. It just, it doesn't work. And then I try to set up the studio somewhere else, offsite, like 15, it just, it doesn't work. I try to set this up where I actually work and that doesn't work because it's a kitchen, it's a kitchen. Anyway, anyway, you get my garage. <laughs> Chef's life, baby. The art of chef out of the garage in the middle of the night. Yeah, no, I just, I'm trying to share. You know, I was talking to Fred, saying how, like, a lot of chefs look down upon what I do. And they've been looking down on what I do since day one. Because I started in the catering, the corporate catering gig, and never really did restaurant. And when I did restaurant, I was a manager. Um, and but then you think about it we had it better we had a better schedule we got paid better for sure we had better benefits we were out eating when y'all were working you know so and then now oh my god every time when I tell someone that's in the food business that I'm a private chef you can see their laugh. They're just, <laughs> they judge so hard. Or maybe I feel like uh, people judge me. I don't know, but they're just, they're like, well, how many people do you cook for? I'm like four. And some, sometimes I cook 
for up to 12, but I have uh, another chef that helps me and I have a pastry chef. And if they do parties bigger than than that, then they hire a catering company to come in. I just manage the catering company. Now, the catering chefs people are just looking at me like they couldn't fat in their mind that I make more money now than I made at corporate and I would make more than I would ever make in corporate for one single account. The account has four people. Let that sink in because you can make a good amount of money but you gotta serve a lot of people. Thousands of people. But I serve not a lot of people and we provide service sometimes just for one two people and you're like how do you do that how do you justify that you know it's all in the quality when they go out the people have to make money so even if they pay thousands of dollars they're only getting hundreds of dollars of food versus when I spend hundreds of dollars on the food, it's all on the food. Anyway, I'm fortunate that I work with folks that are willing to pay for great food, great service, and for someone willing to source and find the greatest ingredients to to serve them and hands down so bravo boss man boss lady um you've gone through too many tangents tonight but i wanted to just propose the question why is there so many asshole chef let me know let me know leave me a comment what do you think let's have a conversation Thank you so much, everyone, for listening. This is The Art of Chef, and I'm your host, Chef Yuki. Have a good night.